Welcome to Making Sense of Parenting. This show is dedicated to helping parents change chaos, confusion, and struggle into calm, clear connections with their kids, all in a way that aligns with their faith. Hey there, I'm your host, Kelly Shoup, helping you navigate the bumpy road of raising kids. Let's dive into today's topic. The summer scaries. The summer scaries are what we are talking about today. Hey there. And if you are watching on YouTube and you were looking at my face and you see this bandage on the left side, I have just had a pre-cancer spot removed. So I've had this bandage, this black eye, looked kind of like a raccoon. So if you're watching me live, everything is great. They were able to take the spot off and I'm healthy and back to normal. And I got a lot of inquiring questions from the little friends that I work with, the preschoolers, and it was very fun. They had lots of great, great entertaining things to say about my nose and the bandage and the cotton ball and all of it. So it could look scary to somebody, but it's really not scary. It's healthy and it's how, you know, I'm maintaining my health and well-being by doing the right thing, by having this spot removed. And so this relates exactly to the summer scaries. We think it's going to be three months of, oh my goodness, what am I going to do with my kids? But actually, it's a really good time. And if we use that time wisely and have the right mindset, when we approach it, it will improve our health. It will improve the well-being of our family. It will improve the connections that you have with your kids. And so, yes, I am fully aware that the thought of summer has some moms, just the anxiety, the increased heart rate, like the feeling they get in their body, just it's so disturbing to them. And so I help moms all the time with all kinds of challenges and struggles. And I help moms in lots of ways that moms don't even know they can be helped. It might be an exercise. It might be a body thing. It might be mindset. It might be prayer. So if you have just landed here, I'm so happy you're here. I'm Kelly. I am a parenting coach, pediatric, occupational therapist. I have three kids of my own, and I have been helping families for over 20 years to bring peace and connection and harmony out of the chaos and the conflict and the confusion that comes from interacting with your kids. It can be so frustrating. Why are they not listening? Why is that kid melting down? Why aren't they eating that? They ate it yesterday. They liked it fine. It can be so difficult. So I've been helping parents for a long time. It's it's what I love to do. Little people are my favorite. So those young ages of five to eight are um, the age that I love to work with. Why? Because that is the age when they are open and ready to connect with their parents. So when I help parents in this window of development, 
that three to eight-ish time, parents, you can set things up that will serve you for the rest of your life with your child in this five, six-year span. So this is why I'm focused here. This is the most bang for your buck, as far as I'm concerned, in getting a handle on all the behaviors and the connection and the good relationship to build that foundation happens is in those young years. Other thing to know about me is what's underneath that young foundation is God. He made us. I'm working off his directive how he formed humans, how he wants us to live in relationship with each other, how he originally made us was imperfect to struggle, to have trials. And all of that is intentional by God. So we cling to him. So we invite him in to each moment that we are parenting, every moment that we're spending with our spouse. And so, again, this makes me different. There are tons of professional parenting people out there, but I want you to know, first invite the Lord and His grace in, and you will parent much better than you ever thought you could, because it's not you, it's it's God, it's grace. So, okay, the summer scary. We are going to talk about first just the topics that come up. I have already had guilt and overwhelm and, oh my goodness, I'm just stressed. I'm stressed. I've got six weeks to get the kids signed up for all the stuff. So I get it. I have been you. I have three kids. I have lived it in those years where they can't swim. And what are we going to do? I live in Dallas, Texas. In the summer, it is hot and there are mosquitoes. And so what do we do with these little bodies that are active and so energetic and they get up at the crack of dawn? What am I going to do with them all day? So we're going to talk about the topics that most often parents bring to me that they are stressed about. What do I do? What does a camp look like? All of this stuff. So we're going to talk about it. And then at the very end, I want to give you just two key things that I want you to remember as you approach this summer. And it does not have to be scary. There might be resistance that comes up. There might be triggers that come up. And so we're going to talk about that, but you can be prepared and you can be set up for success. That's my other thing is I'm all about being set up for success with your body set, your mindset, your heart set, your skill set. We'll talk about some skill sets, the skills you need to have, the things you need to do, the actions you need to take to set yourself and each of your kids up to have a fun, smooth, stress-free, just a relaxing, delightful summer. One of the foundations of my work is operating from connecting with your kids instead of control. So we're going to connect. I want you to spend the summer connecting with your kids instead of controlling your kids. You're going to connect with your kids instead of wanting, desiring, requiring 100% obedience and instant compliance. A lot of parents really, they just want a child who's going to do what they say to do 
in the exact manner when they say to do it. And God gave us, a, each of us, a brain, a free will. We want autonomy. We want to have a say in our life. And that happens early with really young kids. They want to have a say in their life. So they are going to fight us when we tell them to do something, do it now, do it this way. They're going to, they're going to resist. And again, that's part of that human condition. That's how God made us. And it works well later, but parents often don't like it. And especially in the summer because there's long days. So, so I'm all about connect. And when you connect first, then you can direct. When you connect, then you can correct. When you connect first, then you can actually have some influence. But if you start right with the correction and the direction with no connection, it is damaging and harmful to your kids. And so if I put this in terms for an adult, you know, if you're headed into your job, let's say you just got a brand new job and your boss doesn't want to connect with you, doesn't want to know anything about you, doesn't want to know what your interests are, doesn't want to know how you work best. Tell me about your life. If a boss just walks in and tells you, here's what I need you to do. Here's the exact way to do it. This is when it has to be done. And, oh, you screwed up yesterday. It doesn't leave us feeling very well. It's the exact same thing with our kids. They want to be connected with first. They want us to know exactly what's going on in their world, to look them in the eye, to ask them a question, to physically tactile touch them and hug them and love them and that they know it, that it registers with them. Because when they feel connected to us as their parent, then they're completely available for us to correct and direct and influence. And in the young ages of three to eight, God wired young kids to be working extra hard to try to connect with parents and to try really hard to be directed and to be corrected and to be okay with the influence that parents are giving. But that connection piece is key. And so I often invite parents, if you are getting a bunch of resistance, if you are getting constant backtalk, constant defiance, check that connection. Go back and ask yourself, have I really checked in with them? Is there something going on with them? Did I hug my five-year-old you know, last night before bed and today before he got out of the car? I think a lot of times, moms, we think we have done this, like the thought, you know, went through my mind, okay, bedtime, and I'm going to hug him, and then I'm going to go off and do this. But that thought doesn't always mean the action happened. And so when I get pushback from my own three kids, and let me tell you, I get the pushback and the resistance and all of the age and stage developmental appropriate pushback. It's a wake-up call for me. What's been going on for the last 24 hours? What do I need to go back and check my connection with them? Super important. So the summer scaries, number one, 
Invite God's grace. Number two, you got to have that connection first. And so if you don't have it, get that going first. And then we're going to talk about some of the other things. Okay. So in the summer, it is a more relaxed vibe. The academic pressure hopefully is off for your kids. The weather's warmer. The yard's prettier. The birds are singing. We can sleep later. We're more social usually. We are available. We are like the summer for me feels expansive, abundant, open, freeing. It's not so structured. And so we also just want to be open to the space, leave space and grace for how God wants to work during that time. So I often get the success-driven, high-achieving moms who are on it. They are like, okay, we we need to have swim lessons. We got to get this done. We got to get that, that done. And I can totally relate. I am like that. But I want you to just allow yourself the freedom to give space and grace for God to show up and help you and work with you, give you energy on those days when you are so incredibly tired and all the kids got up at 6 a.m. and it's 9.30 and you're out of activities and it's hot and your husband's out of town and you're like, Lord, help, help, call on him. He will help. But all of those things of the warmer weather, the mosquitoes in Dallas, the socialization, it's hot. So we're going to go to the pool can bring up stuff, stuff from our childhood brings up challenges with our children. And so I just want you to know that when you the stuff comes up, that a lot of it's just normal. It doesn't mean one single thing about your parenting ability, about your intention to be a good parent. It doesn't mean anything about your child not going to be a successful member of society when they're 30 because they don't want to wear a particular swimsuit or go to this particular birthday party that's at the pool. Okay. So just again, just take a deep breath. Just let some pressure be released because I know you have it and you're going to be okay. Just let that pressure go. Register in your body. Okay. I'm, I can do this. I can set everybody up for success this summer and we can have fun and be relaxed. The relaxation and fun is experienced by, I would say, the majority of people. But again, I do help a lot of parents who struggle with finding structure. And so if you know you are the mom, you've got to have structure that makes you feel good. Okay. How are we going to help you so you feel like the summer's really structured, but your kids feel like they have freedom and independence and autonomy to do what they want. And so there is a way, and again, I help parents with this all the time, where you get to have the structure and feeling of, you know, control, but your kids feel the opposite. They feel like they are having fun and there's freedom and they can be independent and do whatever. So No, you can have both. Again, this is a common theme with God. It is not one thing. He is a both and he is abundance and more. If we will ask him for it, believe him for it, 
have the faith for it. I promise you, he will show up for you. Okay, so I constantly hear the things that come up. Boredom. Boredom, boredom is one of the big ones. Oh my goodness, my kids are so bored. They're what is wrong with them? They can't do, they can't function for more than 10 minutes. And they're they're like, I'm bored. I don't know what to do. I don't know how to play by myself. Okay, so I'm about to ready to launch my new course, which is my new training is going to be play, play set. We're going to talk about play. So parents and kids are better equipped to allow for boredom. And what do you do? How do you deal with it? So we're going to talk about that. That is, again, that's all kids nowadays, right? It's that there's a screen available. There's an activity available. I love for kids to not have a ton of structure in the summer because they are so overly structured all year. And I know it is well-intentioned parents who are like, yes, but I want them to take piano and I really want them to, you know, um, go to basketball practice and, oh, they have an opportunity to do a small group and learn foundational basketball skills on another day. Oh, but karate, we like karate too. And then, you know, so before long, this little five-year-old, he is as busy from seven o'clock in the morning until 6.30 at night. And a five-year-old's body is not designed. It is not equipped. He does not have a fully formed brain. He does not have organs and muscles and ligaments. He is not built to go from seven in the morning till 6.30 at night. So we're going to back off that structure and allow for some freedom and free play and for his body to just rest. It's so incredibly important. And here's a phrase that I hear often. Well, they need to be busy. My kids need to be busy this summer. Your kids don't need to be busy. Your kids need to be invited in and set up to be bored and to figure that out themselves. But they do not need to be busy doing structured activity after structured activity. They need flexibility. Body image issues come up a lot with parents and their kids and how they're feeling about it. And I would ask you, what are your body image issues? Do you not like to go to the pool because you don't feel like you look good in your swimsuit? Okay, well, that might be going on with your middle school daughter. And so if you want her to do swim team and you've got her signed up and you want her to go to this birthday party at the pool and she's resisting you and you don't know why, and you're like, you're going to be fine. You're going to be fine. Just pause for a minute and get curious because body image issues come up a lot in the summer because we have less clothes on and that brings up stuff. And so again, we want to deal with it and talk to our kids about it. We want to allow our kids to feel comfortable in talking about you know, their fears or, oh my goodness, this feels weird. This bathing suit or this situation, I this feels unsettling to me. And remember that as I'm the body up, I'm the body first person, because that's how God created us in the development of a human and the growth of a child. 
So that body is a big part of behavior and what their what a child's thoughts are and what what's going on. A lot of it is driven by how they feel in their body. And so it's a good way to help them learn about their body and they need to know. There's a lot of intuition there. If they get a feeling of unrest, if their muscles are contracted, if there's something in them that's kind of pulling back, like this isn't going to be safe for me. I want kids to listen to that voice. So I want to be sure I'm not overriding their voice that's saying, no, I don't want to do that. And that doesn't feel right to me that I'm not overriding it with, you're going to be fine. You're going to be fine. Just go. Okay. Some of the body image stuff can lead to under eating or over exercising or can be, again, just unhealthy things that can come up that just be on the lookout for because I help parents a lot with this in the summer. And it's a, it's a thing. I want you to know if it's been a thing in your family or you're thinking, oh, this has happened. I, don't, I wonder, is this a thing? That's a thing. The body image in the summer is a thing. Play dates. How do we do play dates? What does a good play date look like? All of this is stuff that I'm going to address, play for sure in my new training that's going to come out in April. But also this is stuff that I address every week with the moms who journey with me in my monthly membership. So every week we have a group coaching call. We are talking about all of this stuff. What does this particular play date look like with this particular child of yours in this situation? I can help you navigate it. And again, my goal is always to set you up for success as the parent, to set your child up for success. And the other thing to set that success up long-term. So yesterday I had a mom say, this parent say this to me often. I never thought about that. That never would have crossed my radar to think about that for my child. So you don't have to think about it because I have, and that's what I do. And so you can journey with me for a month. You can call me on a 911 and say, here's my situation with a play date. Help me. I've never thought about this. I don't want to, but I need help. I need this to go well. Camps. I do a ton of helping parents figure out what camp is appropriate. Do I send them to a sleepaway camp? Is it a sport camp based on, again, the uniqueness of how God made each child? So I don't have a one size fits all. When a child turns seven, yep, they need to go to sleepaway camp for a month. I never operate from a one size fits all because guess what? God did not make one of us a one size fits all. He very intently made each of us unique. And so I want to address a camp situation uniquely for each child so they are set up to have a great experience. I have friends who they are like, no, I hate camp. I went once. It was horrible. So they won't have their children go to camp. But again, it was just because, you know what, when they went, they weren't set up for success. So I can help get rid of that past trauma that the parent experiences, and then give their kids an opportunity. If this is something that, again, the family values and what the family thinks is important, if this is something a child would like to do, I can help set that up in a way that goes well, smoothly. Parents feel okay. Kids feel okay. It's a win for all. 
the other thing that I, I talk about for camps is what to watch out for. What does stranger danger look like? What happens if my kid gets really homesick? All of these things I have been addressing for 20 years. You don't have to do it alone. You can get support. If a child gets lost, if a child runs away from home, what do we do traveling? We've got this particular trip. We're going to be in this, you know, small space with grandparents for five days. This is going to be a disaster. What can I do? How can I do this? All of this, again, lots of ways for me to help. Substance abuse is one that I want you to know comes up in the summer with parents needing help. And it's because I feel like in the summertime, you know, we're meeting friends for drinks, we're outside and there's more booze and food and substances for us to indulge in and to overuse in a way that's not really healthy. And so again, I can help set you up with what do I do in this particular situation with the weakness that a parent has? How do I navigate a grandparent who wants to drive my child home from this particular thing, but they often have too many drinks? How do I deal? All of this comes up. Kids with having sleepovers, summertime is there's no school. So we can have sleepovers two or three times a week. And are there any parameters I should put on that? Yes, I would tell you, yes, there are absolutely parameters for the health of your child that most parents have no clue what to think about and what can happen. Again, happy to talk about that. How do I keep my child's academics up all summer? What does that look like? Is that like an hour of sit down and, you know, math worksheets? How can I keep them at the level that they are when they leave school? This is my thing too. I'm helping parents. Again, we aren't going to have your child lose any of their academics over the summer, but we are going to set them up to be learning in play. I want them playing and achieving and maintaining their academic stuff in the action-based outside physical world. It might look like riding a bike. And then when you get to the end of the street, you're going to ask your child, hey, can you recognize what that number says? Or on that street sign, do you see any letters that you know what they mean? So it is things like that, a stop sign. We can talk about a shape, a yield sign. Oh, that's a triangle. So your kids can be learning and maintaining everything they got at school through just their play and interaction with their environment every day. And usually, again, parents are like, I never would have thought of that. You don't have to. But when I give you a few cues of what to do, you don't have to, you don't have to be lugging any notebooks. You're not printing out any worksheets. None of that needs to happen. And your kids can be maintaining their academic status, no problem. I have lots of ideas how to support that. Okay. Um, what if my kid doesn't like to be outdoors? What if my kid has lots of sensory issues? What if my kid has allergies? What if we're headed to the lake and my kid had just had tubes in their ears? All of these things, again, are questions that have come at me and I am happy to help you with. So I'm going to leave you with this today. And the first thing is, is that these are just, I'm just throwing out some summer scaries that are the tip of the iceberg. 
Like there's a million other ones that I have helped parents navigate. Sibling rivalry and sibling conflict is a big one in the summer when we're all in each other's space and business. You know, oh, my little brother, he's driving me nuts. He was in my room. He messed up my project. My Legos are torn down. How does a mom deal with this in a way that is virtuous, right? So I am all about helping parents set you up for success. So you are in the middle of that road, that virtue. You are being called to holiness and to growth towards heaven while growing your kids. So the trials and the challenges that come up with your kids are God's invitation for you to cling to him and to go with him towards heaven and towards holiness. And I can help you with that. Again, lots of different things. There's there's no wrong answer. You can ask all kinds of questions. And my job is not to judge what your questions are. My job is to help you get set up for success and have a great summer. And for you to trust, trust God, trust yourself that you do have what it takes. You can be equipped. You can be set up for success. We can have a step-by-step plan for you. So you feel supported all summer long. You don't feel drained. You don't feel suffocated. You don't feel so worn down by Wednesday. You're like, I got to get through two more days. I don't know how I'm going to do it. They get up at six in the morning. The last one goes to bed at 1030. I don't ever want moms to be drained. I want you to have the support that you need. And it's my job to come up with out-of-the-box, innovative, creative ways to get you to that point because your kids want to connect with you and they want the best mom that, that they can have. And God wants you to be available at that level also. So what do we need to do to support that? Do you need to get to the gym in the morning? Do we need to find a middle school girl who could come down and help and watch the kids while you run up and down the driveway because that's what you like to do? Do you need to get a group of moms? I used to do this for years when my kids were little. I had We had four families. Wednesday night was our night. We did kid and mom and families and we rotated houses. And so three of the four Wednesdays of the summer months, guess what? I didn't have to cook. I was going to go have fun. The kids were going to have fun. We were going to, you know, meet at somebody's house. I didn't have to prepare dinner. It was awesome. And we had the best time. And again, that community, that connection, that mom time is so important for you to have. And so let's do it. Let's get you set up to have what you need. So you're the best mom. You don't have to suffer the summer scaries. You don't have to suffer them alone. You can have a summer of smooth and stress-free and fun and delight. Thank you. Did you like what you heard in this episode? If you did, please share it with a friend and be sure and subscribe to the podcast on your favorite app. Reviews are always appreciated. As a reminder, my show is also on YouTube. In YouTube, search for Kelly K. Shoup. That's K-E-L-L-Y-K-S-H-O-U-P. Be sure to click the subscribe button and hit the bell for all notifications.
To learn more about my work, helping families, or to contact me, go to kellykshoop.com. Again, that's kellykshoop.com. Thanks so much 